0: Babe! I'm
1: right here, Robert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you doing?
1: I'm trying to get this show started.
0: Okay, what show you on? The Boiling Noodles. Alright, that's right, The Boiling Noodles Show.
1: Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I'm your host, Alexandria.
0: And I am Robert Mason.
1: And we're here to discuss topics that's going to stimulate the brain and conversation. Get out there and do it. What topics do you want to discuss? Business, family, faith, and community. Those are our four pillars. So come and rock with us. Boil with us. Let's start boiling your noodles. All right. So our topic today is pretty much about us. We're going to give you the before, the after, the right now. (laughs) Just a little bit of insight. So who we are as individuals, as a couple, as parents, and how we're navigating through that. So before we do that, we're gonna go for a little commercial.
0: Right. For those of you who have confident kids, check this out.
1: Lots of fun presents our virtual confident kid contest. Enter your child for a chance to win $100 and a confident kid trophy. This contest is for kids ages 2 to 12. And get this, the entry fee is only $1. Come join the fun at Lots of Fun. And for more information, you can check our Facebook page at Lots of Fun. Or you can call or text 321-355-0754. That's 321-355-0754. Have a great day today and don't forget to have lots of fun.
0: What you want to be when you grow up? Do you have goals set up for when you're older? What you want to be when you grow up? You can be a doctor, lawyer, or a business
1: owner. Future of America. Confident kids. Come and join them all. Confident Com- Kids. Yeah. So our sons actually, um, welcome, well, first, welcome back to the Boiling Noodle Show. <laughs> this is Alexandria. And our boys actually just participated in the Confident Kid contest correct. and so um one of them actually won they won mm-hmm. third place so they got $25 and both of them got a certificate and a shirt for right. actually participating it was a lot of fun we did a little trailer for them submitted photos um, of them and it was cool it was really really engaging and we voted for everybody who was uh, a part of it because we just were supporting them all of the kids were so cute and um so bright so definitely uh hit up lots of fun on facebook and the number I believe she had left on there as well and contact them if you have a confident kid right
0: I think more importantly to know that we have confident confident children mm-hmm. like we have two confident sons yeah who know who they are know what they want to do you know not as far as in life but you
1: know right throughout the day they know what they're going to do Or at least they feel like they do, for sure. They feel like they're out like they know. (laughs) So, yeah, that is good. It's exciting. So, Boo, how we meet? You stalked me for a year. That's how we met. Oh, boy. So, he going to tell everybody this story about me (laughs) stalking him for a year. I met you in February.
0: (laughs) And I didn't meet you again until like that that December. October 19th. October. Okay, October. (laughs) So that that from
1: February to October, those months you stalked me. So the truth the truth is, okay. I mean, I had to get a job done. But no, uh, we met at church. Yes. Not to get into all of the details, but yes, we did. We met we met at church. Um, a friend introduced us. An
0: associate of me. Associate of mine. Yeah.
1: Well, so a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah an associate of yours had pretty much um said we need to be having our eyes on them, which was he and his brother. <laughs> and I eventually ended up having eyes on this tall chocolate Hershey bar. Um, mm-hmm. like months later. At first I was like, no, I'm just into God. I just, you know, I'm gonna learn about God right now. And I'm with God, I don't have worrying about anybody. And um, <laughs> eventually I started to um stalk them. Okay, i put it out there, I admit. And then my friend came, she left. She came to visit and she ended up just forget it. Let me just do the, the another introduction like what's up. And it was about a Panthers game where right? I had tickets. Someone had asked me to get them some tickets and yeah. they didn't give me my money for it, so I said I'm gonna sell them and then it went from there on. That's then he started stalking me, y'all. That's the way
0: but see <laughs> that right there you you was an Indian giver. Cuz <laughs> I was told I was getting the tickets. Nobody told me I was gonna have to pay for some tickets. And I had already told bruh, say, like, bruh, you know, this girl gonna give me some Panther tickets. You wanna go to the game? He was like, Yeah. <laughs> and then when I finally I asked you for the tickets. He was like, you say, you are gonna tell me to my face, no, you're not giving them to me.
1: No, <laughs> I'ma tell y'all. I'ma tell y'all this. First of all, I did I hated the fact that she even went to you and tried to do that. It, I seemed thirsty, as my soul roar told me. Thirsty, that was the word. But I was like, I am not. I was gonna... not
0: thirsty. It's sowing a seed
1: uh-uh. into, into
0: someone. That's what that was. You was like if you would have <laughs> did it, you would have so you would have <laughs> sold your destiny right into your own hands. But you were so busy trying to <laughs> <laughs> try to have somebody pay you for those tickets. You couldn't even see what God was trying to
1: do nah, for you. Nah, I had somebody to pay me for you them tickets. got that ring that day. I put those things on Craigslist real quick, y'all, because I was not trying to give this guy these tickets, and he'd be looking like, "Yeah, she want me. She'll do whatever I, I asked her to I do or whatever I, I want to do." Looking
0: at it like that, I was looking at. Man,
1: it. If you can't tell me, you wouldn't I, have thought about I, that. I
0: wouldn't. I was not looking at it like that because <laughs> I already had it. My I already had it in my head that you and I was gonna go out and you know we was gonna date and all that. So I'm thinking, okay.
1: You did? Like, that, that? Like, what you mean? When I had already s- saw I mean, I had,
0: I had saw you. I was out working. I was working the uh, the parking lot as a uh, parking lot attendant yeah. at the church. Mm-hmm. And I remember the last time I saw you, me and L.A. was in the parking lot, and you was walking across the parking lot. And I was like, "Lay, that should go right there. That should go right there. But then after that, I called, because I didn't get to talk to you then, I wasn't going to approach you then in the parking lot and then that's when your friend came up to me about them tickets oh, okay she about to
1: i know, thought that happened a- after we had met because i remember bruh saying that's her right there i remember hearing I that the- and i was, I was trying to keep different going different. straight I was a totally different time. oh wow you time. never told me that
0: so saying <laughs> that to say sometimes you just got to you got to sow that seed into your destiny and you didn't even sow it boo <laughs> I,
1: I sold sow- it i had them i had them tickets they was dressed up, yeah, They was ready to go, and I was like, "Nah, I sold them tickets." And I and they were watching me walk to my car. So my car used to break down; it wouldn't start up. So I was like, "Oh Jesus, I hope it start up." He looking at me. He looking at me. Both but, was riding dirty back then. Yeah, we were. I love you, boo. That's when you knew I had your back though when we was on the side of the road on 85. Yeah, <laughs> going Kylie, to Conc- was it Concord? Concord? No, we were Mallard. by Mallard. I think we were by Mallet Creek or something like that, yeah, actually. Yeah, we were going to Concord. Bills, Concord right. We ain't making, y'all. We ain't making in the, um. Car- what was it, the Chevy? It was
0: a Chevy, was a Chevy Impala. No, a Chevy caprice
1: 84 chevy caprice class my baby was doing it riding. we smoking we were smoking i'm like what's happening over here now now i I have car troubles but i don't know about the smoking part (laughs) so we met we -hmm. started to talk after that the uh, my honey would you know make conversation um and then we would just just talk when we saw each other in church and then finally he asked me out on a date and um that was in december of 2008. And then. um yeah. I surprised him y'all. So he saw me with braids the whole time. But I had shaved my hair. I, sh- I had cut my hair very short. And on our first date. I decided to take out the braids. And show up with what he called. The black sheep. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I'll, never do that. I'll never do that again.
1: So. <laughs>
0: and be honest I didn't know what
1: weave was. then Back then.
0: I, I had No idea that somebody could do that to their hair.
1: Yeah, because moms have long, well, she had long hair, even though she, but I don't think she ever wore, did she ever wear, I don't know, I never saw any pictures with her.
0: So I did not know there was a such thing as weed, (laughs) because I I never (laughs) dated a girl that had
1: weed. And I had those micros, y'all, y'all remember them? People used to actually sit and braid them, well, they still do sit and braid individually, those micro braids, that's what I had, but it was like loose at the end. So it looked curly. So you saw curly hair. Yeah. But anywho, we met, we talked, we ended up finally going out on a date. And when we went out on a date, I knew this was my husband. I knew it was my husband because he said something, he did something. And I I just started to laugh. And he said, why are you laughing? I think I told you it was, I pretty much had pretty. I said, no, I think I said, you act like my cousin or you remind mm-hmm. me of my cousin. And when I said that, I felt like, Wow, that confirmed it. Remi- it quickly, like brought me back to when I went in prayer about my husband. Um, I think about a year or two before that. Um, and it was pretty much God confirming that who you were. When did when would you say was your first time? Like when you felt this is my wife.
0: That date, that date we went on. So
1: we we, we was next, already on. We was on babe, You better give me something. Because yeah, the, the, the next page.
0: um that's we went on a date Friday night. Mm-hmm. That Sunday I introduced you to moms at church. Yep. So. By me doing that, that solidified it, because mm-hmm. I if, there would be no reason for me to introduce you to her mm-hmm. if I wasn't gonna take it all the way.
1: Well, you told me that was by mistake, but anyway, it wasn't by mistake. <laughs> so that was two thousand eight. We got engaged in two thousand nine, and we're not even gonna get into that engagement story. And then two thousand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all this.
1: I like the walk, boo.
0: <laughs> yeah, my wife does like the walk so what was your what was your thought process when you when i proposed to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you actually said i do like not the actual circumstances you were in but like your your thought process had you envisioned being proposed to like I did you have, did you have an idea how you wanted wanted
1: it to be? I know I like, you know, even though I am a very social person and I do love people, I don't like to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So I never really envisioned. I re, Honestly, I never envisioned like an engagement party or you doing it, you know, in front of being proposed to in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I actually ever envisioned how I would want it to be done, but I I, I would not have felt comfortable with it being in front of people And unfortunately, I messed that up, though, because my honey had an engagement party uh, planned.
0: Would you have said no in front of like would have been in a situation where you felt so uncomfortable you would say no? The funny thing about
1: it. So even though we're not going into the full story, you guys, um, because we don't have enough time, um, we we were we had gotten pretty much we had gotten into an argument and we were on our way to New Jersey. We were driving because something happened with our plane. It got canceled. Um, because of the weather or something like that, and um, we were driving and we were in Pennsylvania, and I was actually texting a friend of mine. Like, if he tried to propose to me, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't. Ask. I'm gonna say no. And you and <laughs> I guess you were trying to defuse everything. And you just turn around with his ring. He's in the front. I'm in the backseat, y'all, acting like a big kid. So I'm sorry, boy, I put you through that. But um, he turns around and he say, Do you want to marry me? <laughs> And he just has this ring box open with the ring in it, of course. And I looked at it and I just started crying. And I said, yes. (laughs) So he said, get out the car. So I'm acting like a big kid. Now he turns into a father and he's like, get out the car. So I get out the car, he gets out the car and then he gets on his knee and then he proposes to me. So in November, I think it was November 14th, 2009, we were engaged And then um, by June of 2011, we got married. We actually started to do pre, we were doing premarital classes earlier that year. And then we were doing premarital during that time, actually. Um, Because I think you done told the whole class, no, I'm playing. But um, we were doing it towards the end of the year. And we found that to be very helpful. Very, very helpful. That was 2008. We met 2009. We were engaged 2011 June. Um, that we had gotten married by August, y'all of 2011. We found out we were pregnant. pregnant.
0: So we have a baby. Back to back to back. Yes,
1: in May of 2012, and it just seemed like our our life just was never stopping.
0: No, the marriage is just. Do you feel we should have planned everything out? You know how some couples plan. Okay, we're gonna get married
1: here. Then we go and
0: go two years three years well
1: remember kids. we said that remember we talked and we were like
0: no we're I'm not... saying yeah we talked about it do you think i'm asking you because i i'm just asking it's not saying we did anything wrong mm-hmm. do you feel we should have done that talking right. about I it mean, and doing this two
1: different no ways. i understand i'm saying obviously we didn't so i feel that <laughs> i don't I you I made mean, the right decision yeah i mean i'm fine with it i think you know, like I'm fine with, I'm, I'm actually, I think for me, you have to know yourself. I would have needed to do it back to back. We had a, a child in 2012 and then we had another in 2013. Now it was not necessarily planned of, you know, for the births to happen as fast as they did, but it was not trying to be prevented either. Right. But we are grateful that it did happen that way. They're very close. Just like what we talked about when we were, um, you know, get when we were planning to get married, um, we wanted to have the relationships like he has with his brother. And like I have, I have three sisters, but I'm very close to my sister who is uh, close in age with me. So because of our experiences with our siblings, we wanted that same experience with um, with our children for them to have. And that's what they have. They are very close. Right. right. And so that's, uh, we love it. You know,
0: the sooner you, you pop them out,
1: the sooner they get out the house. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want them to leave. Who don't? <laughs> so, <laughs> you. But you know what? It's funny because when we talked about marriage, you know, I can't even remember, I would say, all of the things that we could have, you know, talked about what entails, you know. Um, talk about so, marriage is so much stuff. It's it so, is. It's,
0: it's evolving. Every year is a different year. We change as individuals and our marriage changes based off of where we're at in that particular point in time. And then you've got kids who are changing constantly. And they view you differently year upon year as they get older and they Mm -hmm. start to learn different aspects of you. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, you know, you never want them to view you as somebody bad, but we're individuals. We're human beings. Right. Um, Right. So for me, honestly, I think. I don't I don't understand. I don't know why everybody gets married. Other than financial reasons or building a family or obligation, whatever. But if you take on this role of being married or marriage, understand that is not a here today, gone tomorrow type thing. Mm -hmm. You have to evolve every single day, every single year. Because you are a totally different individual in 2020 than the individual I met in 2008. <laughs> and I know I am too.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: For the better. But the individual I met was, I saw that individual and I knew, okay, that's the wife I need. And that's the, that's the mother my children need. Not knowing, you know, the type of children I would have, but now that I have these, you know, we we have these two boys and like, yeah, that's exactly who they need someone like you. Mm -hmm. They couldn't, they could not have two individuals like me. It'd be
1: terrible. (laughs) I doubt it'd be terrible, but a lot more things will probably be enforced because I'm a little softy. (laughs) When it comes to my babies. But yeah, I think that, um, one, we probably can't remember half of the things that we said when we talked about marriage and when we talked about children. Um, The only thing I do remember about children, we were saying that we did did want to, that was for sure. Um, We did say we wanted boys, you know, too. And you got majority boys on your side of family. I got majority of women on my side. So I was just hoping that we would get get his side. And we did. Um, And we love it. We absolutely love it. The thing that we said about parenting, I can't remember half of the things we said about that either, but what we do enforce is to really let them be who they are. We um, let them, one of the things I think we said actually though beforehand, but we do and we still instill it is the, um, well, enforce it or allow it to happen, however you want to put it, is letting them be a part of the conversations that we have at times, but we do make them aware. Okay. This is not a con- an adult conversation you need to be a part of um, right now.
0: I will say we are a lot, we are a lot more lenient based off of where the society is today than compared to where it was when we were kids mm-hmm. and based off of us being the age we are as parents, right. You know, My mother had me at a younger age, in her 20s. And so I think her mindset and my father's mindset was totally different in their 20s than it would have been at their, you know, in their 30s Mm -hmm. when we had our kids. Mm -hmm. And a lot, and knowing what we got into also kind of changes how we raise our kids.
1: What you mean exactly?
0: honesty, Mm -hmm. um, integrity, not saying our parents didn't want that for us. They did. But knowing, like I knew I I was doing some shady stuff when I was living with my pops Mm -hmm. and he called me out on it. So therefore I know my son, like I know every trick in the book they can try to pull on me Mm -hmm. because I tried it on my pops and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So it's best for me to say, hey, all right, I know you're going to try this. Even if you do try it, try it this way, Mm -hmm. but you're probably going to get caught. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, God is going to give me that unction, hey, you're not telling me the truth. Something's mm-hmm. not right. Like he he he, he especially with, with Roland, <laughs> he gives it to me freely. I don't even have to I don't even have to fervently prayer, <laughs> pray when it comes to him. It's like Yeah, he just nah, gonna tell you. God is just gonna tell me, son, uh
1: nah, you're not right. It's not mm-hmm. right. And Roland kind of just going to tell you too, though, that's what I do. <laughs> He's just, no, that ain't true. This happened, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, so we love their personalities. We love um, just seeing them grow and just seeing their different characteristics and Things of that nature, but we definitely try to make sure that, like you just said about honesty, that they do those things. So we always go back to the Word of God because that is our source, that's our foundation, and we try to make sure that that is instilled in them and how that how they live their lives so they can live it effectively. And not that we are one hundred percent, you know, I should say religious on the things that we do a lot because I'm not trying to make it come across that way like we're so disciplined, but we do make sure that they are aware of who God is, what his principles are. And that's how we live our mission out as a Mason family.
0: And also having them know who they
1: are as individuals, right. As, right. Me, as as
0: black men growing up in, in 2020, they have it totally different than I had it in 1980s. Right. You know, me and my brother, we used to hop on the bike and be gone all day long across town, there were no cell phones. We didn't have quarters in our pockets mm-hmm. to, to call on a pay phone. And everything was cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: moms did not worry that we was out like that. But in this day and age, you and I won't even let them walk up to the park by themselves.
1: I mean, they're seven and eight, boo. Of course we, <laughs> Babe, when we were set with when, when,
0: when me and bro, we were seven and eight, we was gone. Really? We were not sitting in the house. I don't
1: remember- we did
0: not we didn't have... I think we probably didn't get like a Nintendo or nothing like that until, mm-hmm. you know, 11, 12, something like that. Well, we but were at six, seven, and eight. We were either at the Boys Club, mm-hmm. we would walk from the Boys Club to go up to Hungry Howie's and get mm-hmm. us some, get some pizza. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody know we out there walking. Right. And this is in, you know, Gastonia. <laughs> you, know,
1: exactly, you
0: know, You can get picked up by anybody.
1: We would be with our big sisters. um... I don't even remember. Like, and I mean, I feel like every time we were with our sisters, our brother would be here too. Um, but if we were during that age, but if we were outside, it would be close to home, you know? Um, It'd be in the
0: woods playing, having BB gun fights and wars. Seven
1: and, and eight. That is funny. On the,
0: up on the mountain,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: on the other side, we'd be up on the top of that mountain on our bikes, riding Well, we down did stuff.
1: Mountain. I mean, once we hit that whole 10, 11, you know, all of that stuff, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, I remember the whole riding bikes New. We would definitely ride across town. Me and my sister were talking about that when I was up there in Jersey. Um, and we were just like, you know, we would just be out playing kickball. Everything was like around the neighborhood. And I mean, people were found. Well, not people. I remember a scenario when I was younger where someone was found dead, you know, across the street from us. Um, and there were fights, you know what I mean, um... Down, you know, down the street from us, or in front of our house, type of thing shoot in our house, so I think like, even though the world uh, we see a lot more exposed, you know, we're exposed to a lot normal now. Some of those things are still going on, but I think when we go back to our conversation about community, that was a lot tighter though too. So that's why I probably like ease the parents' mind a little bit more yeah. about where we were, what we did, how we did it. Yeah, I remember our neighbors. We had a guy named
0: L- Leland. A guy named. The family, Caleb, was one of the boys that stayed on the right side. They were white, and Leland was on the left. He had some dogs. But we interacted a lot more with them Mm -hmm. than you and I interact with our two neighbors on the left and the right. Right. Um, So, let me ask you this. Would you let the boys, right now, eight and seven, walk up to the park Mm -mm. and chill and play?
1: Well, no, because they're eight and seven, boo. But you
0: see eight and seven-year-olds all day walking outside. Well, yeah,
1: we played with a couple of them when we went to the park, but I don't know if I would feel comfortable only because I know that human trafficking is real mm-hmm. and um, you know, I'm not trying to get my boys um caught up in any of that too or kidnapped, period. I mean, they're seven and eight and even though they're they are very smart and if we forget how old they are sometimes the way we talk to them, um I don't I know they're not com- they can't take care of themselves like, right. you know, like that. So, no, I wouldn't feel comfortable with them right now. Going up there, but I don't feel like where we are is a bad place for them to go there. Not at all, but I, I just wouldn't feel comfortable with them at this age to go by themselves. What age would you? Probably like that ten, eleven. I think I would feel a little bit more comfortable with the ten, eleven age. Mm-hmm. They're they are huge. They're tall. Um, but I, and honestly, I shouldn't even put an age on it. I think I would just say more more comfortable with seeing the way that they respond to situations. Right. Like Ruben just ran upstairs to me talking about some. I killed the ant, but it might be more so. <laughs> so I'm good. If he's nervous about an ant, I can imagine how he'll be nervous about a situation and he will bounce on his brother. Because I was Reuben. Jennifer was the one with the mouth and she was a little bit tougher. And i would be like, trying to act like I'm backing her up. But really in the back, in the scene, in the back scene, like scared, shook a little bit. <laughs> so I don't know if I could trust him right now. All right. What would you say you find to be um, different now? Like, what did you think about marriage? What do you feel about marriage now? And where do you see marriage going with us?
0: I never thought about marriage before I got married. Honestly, I didn't. I never envisioned myself being married. And then when I went, when I met y'all, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get married to her. Um, I enjoy being married. When y'all... Went up to New Jersey for a week. I was lonely. I had nobody to talk to, nothing to do.
1: You you had something to do, you just didn't do it because you could have cleaned this house. But I anyway, go ahead. To do. <laughs> uh,
0: and singleness is not that is not cool. So for me, we're going to stay married because <laughs> you ain't getting half of nothing. Oh, goodness all is better than half, right? Always, no matter how you no matter
1: what you're doing in the world, all is always better than half. If you get in it out the relationship, absolutely it's better than half. Um,
0: So I see our marriage continue to grow. Um, I see our marriage just enjoying our life and growing old together and still seeing seeing each other in the viewpoint of you know, 2008. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, even at 60 or 70,
0: I can still look back and say, you know, 2008, this is why I married this woman.
1: Right. Kids
0: are out of the house. <laughs> and, you know, we doing whatever. It's like, yeah, this is why I put, those, put all that work in. This is why you put all that work in. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy road.
1: Absolutely. It's not. It's very hard. It's not. And it's not for everybody.
0: I guess that's what it is. It's not
1: for everybody. Right.
0: But everybody may want it
1: right but the
0: actual drain it can have on you Mm -hmm. can be very challenging at times. so with that said I love this scripture Proverbs 18 22 so whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord what is better than having favor of the Lord is anything better than that I wouldn't say it is so just think about that I got the best thing smoking all because mm-hmm. I found a wife that is
1: good. Mm-hmm. I am good. I don't need nothing else. It's great. Because he's giving you everything. Yeah, That's awesome. Well, to all of my Proverbs 31 women out there, stay up. <laughs> no, keep doing what you're doing. Keep um, continuing to trust in God. Keep being confident and content in who you are love on yourself, love on your honey, and even um, continue to pray. If you're in your singleness, right, even continue to pray to God about just who you are, what you're going to accept, what you're not going to accept, but allowing to see what he says is 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 needed from you as well. You're somebody's help me, and I think that's what helped me stay focused in my marriage is what needs am I here to help you with. Thank you for tuning in in. and learning a little bit about us. Please continue to hit us up on Instagram at boiling underscore noodles and let us know if you have any questions, if you have any commercials, um, if you want any type of advertisement for your businesses, for yourself. Uh, And again, any questions you want us to acknowledge on here that we can answer.
0: Boiling Noodles
1: Podcast at gmail.com or
0: boiling underscore underscore noodles noodles on Instagram. Follow us. We're here every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Until
1: Until next week, week, keep keep boiling boiling your noodles.
0: noodles.